Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We are two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu-series. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which, I mean, can be champagne-y, can be beery, can be winey, can be tequila-y, whiskey-y, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet and sour-y. Yay! Um, it's like a sweet and sour Midori. I know. Yeah. I, or I was like sweet and sour. Look, I mean, yeah, it was a horrible ending. I could have done so much better. I, no. why did I do this to myself? I set myself <laughs> up for failure, but I'm so excited. Wah, brand new show. Oh my God. We're back. Mama June is gone. You know, that's what happens. That's the reason why we get kicked out of love after lockup for so many weeks is because mama June and like the, the brat, like Judy loves brat. Like those are the shows that are on WeTV. <laughs> so we get a break because of other, you know, I mean, Mama June is a big, that that little, you know, girl was a big deal in the early aughts. I know it. It's like, absolutely. It, it, when I actually think about it, it's crazy. But like, obviously there's nothing more trashy. I think there must be the most trashy reality family we've ever had in the history. Except maybe the Duggars too, because at least, I don't know. There's both have like, nefarious child abuse, sexual abuse situations, but not maybe to the Duggar degree. I mean, I don't know what to tell you about that Mama June, honey. Uh, she, she, at one point, the season was called Too Hot to Handle or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is love during lockup. Now, I'll tell you right now, none of us know how to ever describe what season or episode we're ever in in this world. Like, And neither do they. So versions of this, is season five, episode one on my cable? It said episode forty-two. <laughs> yeah, on my on my WeTV app, it said episode fifty-one, season four. So you know we are uh, <laughs> we're all over the place. <laughs> I mean, we can't do it. This one was called Jail Talk, which I also feel like maybe is the most basic slash lazy name for an episode of Love During Lockup, right? Jail yeah. Talk. It's like. Yeah, it's it's. I thought it was a play on one of those '90s kid games that we had, where it was like girl talk. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I love that you were like not gonna say the name as if I wasn't like girl talk, girl talk, girl talk. I yeah. love. I couldn't remember girl- what it was. I knew you would fill in the blank. Did you play girl talk? Um, no, it was a little fancy for me. I didn't have any friends who. Yeah. Did you always want to play? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Um, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you know what I did have though was a secret sender. Do you remember those? No. It was like a giant BlackBerry slash Sidekick, and if you opened it up, like if someone else had it, you could send them the secret. Like, oh my god, I don't like her hair, and then you send it to your friend in class. It's like before text messaging, but you had to be in the same space as them. But you could send them the message on the secret sender. But the best part of it, because no one else had a secret sender, I fully thought that after Christmas I was going to go into whatever grade I was or get back to school in that January, and I thought tons of girls would have it, and I would be a part of the rich, cool group because I got the cool ass, like secret sender. And um, the best part about it, though, without having somebody in the room, because nobody ever did have it, um, was the fact that I could control the TV. All I had to do was change the the like 
system because it was a Casio. So it could, it was like universal remote. And so all I had to do was change it. Like if the TV was like a JVC or whatever, I would just tell them like, oh, it's, it's a Sony. And I would put it in, change the setting to Sony. Just be like, boop. And the teacher would be so frustrated. She's like, who has the remote control? And and then she would find it in her desk and be so confused as to why people could change the station. And I would just like pass it and let so the cool kids could like be troublemakers. That was a long story, but there it is. I, listen, I love this story. I still never, okay. It's, there was something called My Diary or something that was kind of like, whatever, electronic diary for girls but i think there was yes. some sort of like sending option but i just remember the word secret sender and this okay. i guess also this sounds like it'd be yes. up my goddamn alley like i feel like i would have had it i feel like yes. i would have i would have bullied other friends of mine to get it so that Girl. i could communicate with them during class yes. you know i feel you know like I i'm seeing it here and i'm just like how do i send this to you so you could see what i'm seeing <laughs> it's just like secret send it to me okay should we just buy them <laughs> no we shouldn't buy them they're so analog you can't do it and they, one of them used to like tell your your like fucking look at this patreon look at this for the folks that are on patreon you remember this should we play girl talk do you want me to buy girl talk you want to play girl talk <laughs> um totally boring yeah like you could send you could send messages um to people as well as um make your own avatar look at this look at this amazing avatar of course you know they had like tons of black people right so they had like <laughs> you know they had options for books anyways there's that jail talk girl talk secret sender Woo! hello everybody hi we're back this is this was a very good episode it was just like good um slow exposition on couples while still showcasing conflicts potential conflicts you mm -hmm. know which makes me happy mm -hmm. um let's bring this up we don't have individual pictures uh but we're gonna go down the line do you want to start with jade and chris yeah yeah let's start with them so jade and chris if you're uh if you're looking at the patreon is the second couple from the right <laughs> uh you know i will say this it starts jade and um you know i will have to get to her name i think it's um Renika? No, uh Leticia. Yeah, look wait, did I not write her name? Yeah, uh Leticia and Jade get, give me when their segments made me feel like I was actually watching a Bridezilla episode. Because they were overly done up in an aesthetic both ways that like was specifically 10 years ago. Like so so it was like that was happening and then there were both of them were kind of like giving off this brad zill used to always do this where it was like one girl's time to shine and she knew that she was going to be on so everything had to be like over the top as if she lives this like ridiculous life you know like and both of these girls gave me that where it was just like a lot of makeup a lot of hair a lot of like clothes or i'm like you don't look like that every day but anyway god bless god bless Having said that, Jade. So Jade is a brown-haired girl, and she has, like, three, two sisters. It all starts with J, J names. They call themselves, like, the Jardashians or something, which already in itself is, you know, basic, 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 okay? But there's one really pretty sister, and the other, all the sisters are pretty. But one is, like, un, is really, really gorgeous. So anyway, God bless. But she's 33. She's from Florida. Now, 
this is the funniest part. Like for some reason, it's so funny to me. And this is maybe my privilege or whatever. Anytime any of these people are like, I wasn't really trying to do anything, but I just logged on a prison pen, pen pal dating website. And it's like, but you for really did that? I mean, you know, <laughs> you logged, you logged on, you like, you didn't, you, that means like you had to sign up for, you logged on to a prison pen pal dating website you you were in the market to fall in love with a I mean this isn't like you stumbled onto like you know a, a stray dog like you know and a stray dog I mean it's like me like on the street and was like oh I'll take him home I wasn't expecting this it was like you went to a stray dog factory <laughs> yeah you, yeah 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 you in fact went to the pound is actually what you did you went to the yeah. pound and you're like you know you go and cuddle the the kitties and the and the animals so that when those who are in the pound get some love uh, but you took one of the ones from uh, the pound home, or at least you are allowing their um, their activities prior to the pound. Like maybe, I don't know, there was a show dog or whatever. And this show dog like just makes a lot of money. And then this show dog got put in, in, in the pound and you became the legal guardian. It's like uh, Gunther, you know, you became the legal guardian of yeah. the, the dog and pound, Gunther, if you will. You were making money off of you were getting money off of him. Now let's let's just jump right into it. Those you guys have already watched the episode, right? Yeah. Chris, do you think that she was wrong for not answering the phone when he called her a million times? No, but I don't understand why it even got to that point. Like to me, it's like hey, Chris, it's my sister's birthday, so I'm not going to be able to answer your phone call. Like early on in the episode, he goes. They were talking and she's like, he's like, she's like, I'll be available in an hour. He's like, okay, I'll call you in an hour. And I was like, okay, well they had set that up. And then what I don't understand is after that phone call, while she wasn't like, okay, well now it's my sister's birthday party. So I will not pick up the phone because I'm hanging out with my family the entire time. So I will not pick up the phone from that moment. And then from, that's why I don't understand what happens, but I want, okay. So I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about how hard the sound was when your jaw hit the floor when we learned that chris is first of all native american after seeing his picture one billion times to the point i mean this is just me projecting what uh, my own uh prejudice because i'm saying right now he doesn't look native american which is whatever it is but just bear with me i'm not you know i'm not a saint a that he's native american b so much so that he gets ten thousand dollars <laughs> A month. Wow. <laughs> so when that was what happened to you, what did you do? So I was like, this is the dream. Like, good yes! for her. Yes. Good for her. Good for him. Good for his, his tribe. Also, he was also a meth addict. Like, and we forget, we keep not talking about the fact that there was meth occurring. And like, when there's ever meth, we all know that there's not, a, it's not good. So he's a meth addict. He didn't need the money. He ended up just breaking in and turning to somebody's house because he was bored. So that shows just like he's not. He has a has a interesting idea of what is boring and, you know, what is not. Also, he's been also. Yeah, he's not even just like it wasn't like he's been doing this shit. He's yeah. been not. Seven. Years. He's been seven to prison seven times before this stint. Um, the thing is, is that phenotypically him not looking Native American, I, I do understand your um, your shock of that. The only reason that I wasn't shocked is because I have seen either on the YouTubes or when I went to the reservation in um, Quebec that 
there are people who are in the reservation who you would never think are native but have native blood because their their mothers or whoever had children outside and so they're still considered native though like even if yeah i i it was really yeah. interesting when i found that when i saw that too is that they're like nope you're great great you you you're great great whatever was native and you're around the community and you live in the reservation but you may not look like it just because of the way phenotypes happen so yes I was shocked as hell. Like Trixie, Trixie is native. Trixie, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Did she get and... ten thousand dollars a month? <laughs> no, but the reason why that you know she doesn't really talk about it is because phenotypically you would never know that. So he's always like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm native. Nobody knows it, but like, uh, yeah. Can so I, it's really interesting. Like I, now I'm like, are native are are male Native Americans? And female Native Americans, are they like, there should be, I mean, like, what, a, what, a, I mean, why isn't it more a thing to marry Native Americans that get just large sums of money? It's like marrying into like a Walton family or like, I don't know. I mean, maybe that, not that much, you know? Not, like not every, family. not every, um, Native American don't get such large sum of money, obviously, you know? Yeah. yeah it depends not, on their people. Wow. I mean, like that part was crazy, but yeah, the other part was, you know, so the, the way that we figure that out, which is my favorite scene, and then I'll let you talk uh, if you want about it, but just this is my favorite part of the, the thing, is that when her sisters come over, she's living in this house, her mom's there, and she, you know, is like dressed like, you know, kind of like a, you know, like kind of like goth princess, you know, like one of those just like floofy black dresses. And her sister comes in, she's like, did you get a new couch? It looks expensive. The, the couch is hideous. And I, like, I, the couch is like, mint green or sage green leather it made no sense at all i was like oh, that's insane and she's like yeah it's expensive but and then she that's when she drops the information right but the way she drops it is this yeah chris is you know obviously in a native american tribe that you know gives him ten thousand dollars a month but it goes into a joint checking account that i have access to so and then we just get shot of her like pool and everything and everything is now i realize mid-range nice and then it cuts to her party where i was like oh, okay yeah this girl just grow grew up super poor but always wanted to like you know the, everyone does but like she has been given access to money in a way that she's never had before and it's a good amount of money for her and most people it's not uh, obscene but she is just getting to like live her kardashian instagram life right now i mean yeah that camper is like Unless you were literally going, I don't know. What? I feel like a waste of money. <laughs> it's like your her backyard looked nice. Like I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. And this is like, okay, step up. But then like there were just some random purchases, and I'm like, why that? <laughs> like that that shows like the taste level and like what's exciting, you know, for her. And I'm like, oh, that's a weird choice to get a camper that's just gonna sit there for one when you go camping. Like, why don't you just wait and buy it until you actually go camping, not just to have it like waiting for you should you have the whim to do so her mother even started crying when they talked about their toxic relationship and that can that tells you how invested like the friends and family are like they know that she's doing this because he has the money her sister even says it that if he didn't have this money she would not be there um but the fact that he keeps calling over and over again even though he knows what she's doing he says it's because he had a tricked out you know <laughs> mama like the way he was like my mom was an exotic dancer and like i don't have negative like thoughts for strippers but this is like the second stripper sad story that we've had of sons of strippers. Blind. I know. Yeah. 
out <laughs> who feels something and so like it just he's like yeah i don't trust women and you know because of the things that they do and they're sneaky and blah 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 and he's like i'm like jade you need to get out of this because you were a family with strong women you even dubbed yourself the jardashians and you're with some guy who can't even let you be with your family for an hour and here's the truth he's paying probably paid for everything in that place probably and he did pay for the house so i do feel she was rude for not just like the thing is what she should have done and this would have been super petty is to be like hey chris like oh that's you um it's unfortunate but like i can't <laughs> i i can't keep you like here so i'm just gonna place you here like he should, she, what she should have done is just like gotten a little stand for her phone and just placed him there as she just moved about and lived her best life <laughs> like brandan yeah <laughs> yes so that just he like you can plane. see everything yeah just like get a bird's eye view i'm not you know literally i'm with my sisters i yeah yeah it just is confusing to me if you know that something's so obviously a miscommunication why you're not like trying to remedy remedy it by being like oh no, I'm not going to be able to answer the phone. It's my sister's birthday and my family will be pissed if I stop conversation to talk to you when I can talk to you later when it's not my sister's birthday party. Like, I don't understand. Like, Maybe. I mean, that part, just, but, but I think we're also watching something on TV. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that has to also happen. Uh, the mom crying was was sad. Also, uh, another another way we can tell that maybe her taste level is like, you know, not like up to like the snuff of like, you know, what we would aspire to be is um, the butt tattoo. <laughs> and she showed it in front of her dad. Yeah. When she did that, I was like, oh, yeah, you. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's where we are in our family. Uh, nothing anyone says from here on out will be taken as serious except for the mother's tears, you know? Yeah, and definitely not serious are the multiple ring notifications she's getting throughout the scene, which I just know because my dad has a ring alarm. So I now have like that uh, little like bing noise in my head. Okay, want to move on? Yeah. Should we think about going to a commercial law? Oh, what a great idea. Yeah, let's go to a commercial. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Let's come on back then. Um, oh, honey. Okay. So going on to the bridezillas, Letitia was a bridezilla to me when we saw her too. Letitia rolls up in a Benz. Uh, she has two daughters. They're beautiful. She's dressed to the nines to drop her kids off. Dressed to the nines. 
not the t- but but not, but not the nine o'clock because she gets there on time. So she's dressed to the seven fifty seven a.m. <laughs> you know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, she just that was a whole setup scene. They wanted us to know a little bit about her and like I don't know, like the fact that she's a mom, and then we get this scene of she of her calling Keith. Yeah. Keith like I got the kids to school it's so interesting how like some of these women just share this fantasy with this that's all it is like this weird fantasy world that you're sharing with these men um and so for her to pick up the phone and talk to him as though like you know he's just at work and she just dropped the kids off and they made it on time and just like (laughs) is she doing that for her or for him maybe it's for her I think it's her feeling fantasy. Yeah, she's she's got a little fantasy world. Now, here's the craziest thing is that they're in Iowa, which is not far from where I am. Iowa mm-hmm. is like a two and a half hour drive south. So it's so interesting that this move to the Midwest has made me just so connected to the people, you know, like I just am in I'm in these states where things are happening and I've never paid attention to it because I'm from other states and you're a coastal elitist. Yeah, I am. And so now that I'm in the middle, I, you know, with a thousand lakes, but no, no running water or no, not running water. No No running water. uh, What's that called? When you have like an ocean or whatever, there's something called anyways, landlocked. Woo girl. Couldn't get it out. Uh, But anyways, so he was in, he's in jail for drug distribution in case you wanted to know what that was not dealing he was on a more of a warehouse wholesale level you know (laughs) and um he has gold teeth which leticia feels is something that will automatically cause it's a panty dropper yes i need to talk about this Mm -hmm. is it is it okay so then they showed him and he had like his whole his whole and not to use like a probably dated term his whole (laughs) grill is gold as opposed to some gold teeth, you know? So I was wondering, like, is it any gold teeth? Is it that she liked all of them in front, you know? Like, is it is it that, like, is it a little old school vibe? Is it that, you know, like, what is it about them? Do you know anything about that? No, I mean, having one gold tooth or a gold tooth, like, sur- a, a, a tooth surrounded in gold there's something like Caribbean that I kind of dig about it, but this whole full grill is like a, that you can't remove is a su- Southern thing, I think. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think it's gross. Yeah, I, you know, it's like when you actually think about it, it's like, well, like, okay, yeah, you know, tooths, tooths, teeth have like the ceramic, when you like get veneers are ceramic, gold, gold is gold. Like, I guess it's, they never chip, right? They're like, they're hard or whatever. Like, I wonder what it feels like to like mash them. Like if you have a, yeah, it's like, I wonder what it feels like. Is it like slippery, slidey, like metal, you know, or is it textured metal? Is it all like, you know, I don't know. I can't imagine what the texture is like in your mouth. If you have gold teeth, like if, when you, when you, when you floss, is it like really slidey because it's like metal ish? I don't know. And I don't know who does this. Like who, who, where do you go to get the gold tooth? You just go to a dentist and you're like, Hey, how can, can you, can you wrap this around my tooth like that? And then two, I just can't imagine it being all that clean. I just don't know. I can't, I can't in my mind. I'm like, what if somebody just tries to like, what if, what if he's out in the streets and he owes somebody some money and they just like punch him in the mouth in order to get those teeth so that they can 
he can pay them back. Like I just, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that being, I've been, I think of them being clean because I feel like they're, it's easy to clean. But I also think of like Lemez, where like, yeah, or like, you know, your version is like a, uh, I think you said, I don't know what you said, uh, someone like a street person hitting you. But I think of like, I think of like a French, you know, sort of like grave robber coming and just mm-hmm. like getting what they can from you when you're done. After you're um, done. Okay. I see what you're yeah. Saying. Uh, me, I'm like, they're a see you at the liquor store and you're alive and they pump, punch you in the face. Letitia, after giving us like her, you know, fantasy or dropping her, by the way, her, her daughters are absolutely the cutest, most beautiful things. We get her going into like a warehouse with a big sign, you know, and she is a tax professional who's, and I don't, I feel like we already used this word again, but whatever aesthetic is this boss bitch from like 2010. So it's like, you know, like boss bitch and like a queen hat, you know, like the the actual like logo of her tax office. Now, having said that, I love it. I'm not, okay, two things. I love it and I'll tell you why. A, because she radiates a very feminine energy that I love the fact that there probably are women who are like, yeah, if I'm going to have a tax professional, I want a fun one that's a female. Like, I love that. But there is this there is like a datedness now to it where I'm like, Oh, it's so specific. You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, all of the ladies knew that they were going to be on TV. Oh, sure. And they all did their best. And sometimes your best is not good enough. And I was just like, okay, this is a, an office full of black working women. And um, she stomps in there and calls a group meeting in the most unprofessional way. And she tells these ladies that her husband, who is in jail, is now a part owner of the business, and he will be calling shots. From she's Thai to me. She's Thai, right? She's somebody who is like, "This is my opportunity. Let me take it. I'm on TV. Let me oh, get Thai. everybody around me in it. Yes. Like, let me be the, the say the craziest things to these women who are sitting here. And then we've got her like ladies, like you know, their little asides to the camera, and it's like, I don't think." that Tisha's thinking with the right part of her brain right now it's crazy to let a man come in like it's just like (laughs) the whole the whole thing I was just like this isn't real this doesn't feel real it doesn't seem real and none of you are actors and she's like listen I I, my I just told I just dropped a bomb on them so let me take them to the nearest I guess Iowan diner bar collab and let's have espresso martinis and take it up a notch, which they do. <laughs> They're like, you know, it is perfect writing. Because it's like, okay, we'll ease the tension, you know. Uh, okay, yeah, that was a weird way to say it. But, you know, he is my husband. You know, I kind of wish that she would, I don't know, she's not saying this, which is. <laughs> there is a thing where working women want to acquiesce a certain amount of their dominant role to their man in a like sacrificial way to make to be to submit to them in certain very traditional uh you know cisgender heterosexual relationships which almost feels like a little bit of what she's doing but she's not saying that which i think would be really interesting but she does make it more interesting because yes while these women are now surrounding her and one goes by the way you know that one over there, honey. You know she dated him, right? And for some reason, no, she didn't know that. Uh, what do you mean date date? What do you mean? 
you fucking my man just cut yeah and then we're like ah and we're like please 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 yeah <laughs> and also like which is interesting because you know i guess like, it, I, it's always interesting to find out like how people meet right because obviously there are a lot of the print the prison pen pal dating websites but this one wasn't she he was friends with her cousin, you know, his bro. I'm sorry. I think he said something like his brother was locked up with him and the brother had a girlfriend that was friends with Letitia or whatever. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well then how, yeah, I wonder how he also got to Letitia's, what what looks like her CFO. But you know, I don't know. I feels like that woman, I can't tell what any of these women's positions are in the boss bitch tax office or whatever, but it does feel like she is an important one. And I also like absolutely could have used a lot more footage of like the day-to-day i would like to like the i don't know anyone's name yet but the girl who was sitting uh next to her that was like that one i want to hear her pick up the phone and be like boss bitch text you know like i want to hear i want to see it all like what is the one with the with the with the black and then blonde yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) it was like to jay or something she had an apostrophe in her name i I loved it i i and yeah i also love the teacher's eyebrows what great eyebrows you see it was like she i mean she her beauty game is on is on check mm-hmm. you don't think her eyelashes are a little too long not in i'm grading on the curve that is the show <laughs> okay yes 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 speaking of eyelashes <laughs> i know i know i'm like uh uh even though renika renika doesn't really actually wear them for the first part of it okay so renika and asanta so if we're gonna put up this dumb thing and we didn't even do it for the other people so leticia who we just talked about is on the other side of jade uh which is the third from the right the green uh, wait is leticia the one with the green no that no 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 leticia is the boss bitch and yes. renika is, is the next green. to her is, yeah. is green so we just went we just talked about the first three were from the you know, Jade, all the, we're all the middle people we've talked about. <laughs> we, okay? We've talked to, from green to black hair. Green to black hair. <laughs> That's not, from green hair to red lipstick is what we've done. Okay, okay? great. Good. That's all a right. good idea. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you're on Patreon and you're watching this. So um, we have Renecca, who is a mother of two beautiful girls as well. And um, she has something that's really interesting as a job. She is um, an eyelash. She's an eyelash vending machine, which is it. really, really cool. Love like it. the fact that she has them all over the place. And she says that she makes like 2000 a month per vending machine. And it looks like she has like five, you know, and it allows her to have a good life. Uh, I'm really happy for her. So she goes into one of her spots where she has the vending machine in the black hair uh, salon, which makes sense. So smart. Yes. And she is talking to her client and telling her client one week before she's leaving that she's leaving. So it's like, who's going to manage these vending machines? Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought about that too. I was like, and this one that's almost out. I mean, there were like, the Spiley Rileys that, you know, obviously have the chips in there or whatever, usually, you know, like they're, I mean, she was refilling stock and she needed to refill them. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds like a great business. Good idea. Well, I was so happy for her. And I was just like, this is so smart. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's just, re- it was really, really good. Um, and then um, she's talking about how she's moving and the hairdresser's like, you don't know anything about this person and why would you move over there? And that's crazy. And then we go to the um, person and his name is Lysidrus Ashante. Um, 
and they keep spelling his name Asanta. And I'm like, what they're saying Ashante, which I'm like, so it's very weird. And then yes, he's gay. He's, he's, he's gay. Okay. <laughs> he's on the down low. I'm said- scamming her. Yep. I know it. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's so, it's hard because in this day and age, like, listen, I don't want to, I hope this, you know, listen, every sexuality is a spectrum. Okay. And, uh, you know, we don't know exactly what's happening, but I will say that I did feel a little bit like just a little because he's like, he's like, I fell in love. So yeah, that's my girl. And when he said, that's my girl. I was like, oh, that's your girl. <laughs> that's your Judy. Because no man, black man who has gone to prison is like, yeah, I fell in love. That's my girl. <laughs> the way he said it was that. Um, you know, he didn't say, Are... <laughs> I don't know. It was, just, it was giving vibes. And then we get like a foreshadowing of her picking up the phone and it's a man's voice that's like, that's my man. And she gets upset. <laughs> I actually didn't see that. Oh, this makes me so sad. Let me say this. Renika is gorgeous. I would love, and she didn't ask me, (laughs) but I would love to see what it would be looking like if we could just like see some different sides of her. Just because the hair was intense, you know, like it's not just, just like, like she has, um, sideburn baby hairs that were just Mm -hmm. so thick you know and like there was so much happening which I know I know that I you know I just would also love to see what it'd be like to have like a little bit more of a natural look for her well she did in her confessionals all she had was brows and like face stuff she didn't have on any lashes no eyeshadow so I liked her I wish that she had done her hair for the confessionals but I think overall the choice to be bare was was cute See, the thing is, I agree with you, but I would love to see the hair that we had in the confessionals with a little lash. Mm, okay. With a little lash, like, you know, she's so beautiful. Like, she's like, you know, and, like, and uh, her daughters are, you know, her daughters are super cute too. And so, yeah, I just like, make it, it, it really made me sad because what we're seeing is someone who was like, oh my God, like, I love that you built this life for yourself. Like, this is a so smart idea with this like vending machine. Like, you probably could, you could easily grow this, you know, and like, I'm like, don't give it up and give money and give us away to like some dumb dude, you know, who like has been, I'm sure, who's, you know, little, t- little bum bum is raw, honey. His bum bum <laughs> is raw, you know, like he's been in prison, babe, you know, like I love, I, you know, like and God bless him, you know, I want him to be happy too, but like, you know, I just don't know if he's being really honest with you in a Colton Underwood type of way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, yes, yes. He said, that's my girl. I fell in love. So yeah, that's my girl. Okay. Uh, he has robbery and grand theft. So that's his, uh, resume. Mm -hmm. Um, do you, (laughs) do you want to move on? Oh yeah. I even, I mean, 
you know, I just want, I, I just feel like, girl, I want you to, you know, forget about him and let's get those lashes in, in the in the airports, you know, because in the airports now you can have like stupid Kylie Jenner has her dumb lip kits in like LAX. And I'm like, who the hell? I honestly, what a weird thing to me because I'm like, LA is huge. I can't imagine we're in a, in a world in 2023 where so many women are like, before I get on this jet blue, let me make sure I get my Kylie lip kit. No one cares about Kylie Jenner's lip kits. It's not, I mean, whatever. So anyway, having said that, let's get some fresh vending machines. Um, okay. Andy and Brittany, which are <laughs> next to Renika. We're just going in the line. It's the guy who is a popo and Brittany who is an addict. Honey. Oh, he's the only guy. He's the only guy yeah, in this season. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Nice. So uh pretty much pretty much we have two scenes with him and sorry. And both scenes are him with another gentleman, one being uh his former uh friend slash his former his friend slash uh former uh worker employee, I can't talk like someone that he works with, and his son, both at restaurants talking about Brittany. Um so Andy as we said, is a former police worker. It looks like he did it in his 20s. It looks, I, you know, I'm going to say this. A police worker. You know why I say that, Wa? Because I don't think that he was like on the beat. <laughs> he can't be on the beat. He was never super, he was never physically fit enough to be on the beat. So when I say that, I'm like, what was he? Was, <laughs> Wa, am I being mean? No. Don't they, I thought, if you could be a full police officer, like, to be, like, in the streets, don't you have to, like, get past certain running shit and stuff? I think you do, but then after a while, you, you don't. I think you only do in the academy, and after that, you don't. I've seen, I've seen in, in places where they don't have to run, or they most likely won't have to run, you know, cops are a little bit more of the donut-eating types, I think, and he's definitely a donut-eating individual. Yeah. So, I mean, when you said a police worker, I never, I never thought he wasn't a full-blown cop. Mike, but maybe you're right because he's like, um, I was a, a, a in uh, for about, um, I don't know, 13 years. I'm like, how you were in a field for so long, and how do you not know exactly how many years you were in that field? So you might be right. I just didn't pick it up from that from um, from the onset. I also, I also don't know, you know, like his, his, he has a story, which is that his like ex-wife slash baby mama got a divorce and it was really shitty. And he actually got primary custody of all the kids. And so he couldn't be, he says a police officer anymore because he had to get a job that was more in tune to like raising kids, which is not working nights. I don't know about being a police. To me, it's like, if you're a police officer, you're not, and you don't, and as long as you're not like dis, dis, disowned from the police academy, don't they like take care of their own in the sense like, wouldn't he just get like transferred to a daytime thing? And wouldn't you want to still be a police officer if you are because of the 401k and pension shit? But I don't, I mean, I, listen, obviously, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. He must, I don't know. Are you okay, Wa? Looks like yeah. someone's like talking to you. Okay. No. Looks like someone who came up and was like, you're like, uh -huh. anyway, so um, Patreon knows what I'm doing and everyone else is like, what? But his friend, who's obviously still in the force, and this person's in the streets because he's wearing a full <laughs> uniform. I mean, he, he's like, he's wearing a bulletproof vest. I mean, I don't know where he thinks what's going to happen in this donut shop, but. Yes, walk. yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to tell you right now that this gentleman is unwatchable for me. Oh, yeah. I um, skipped through his. Like, I re I, re I saw this couple of scenes. I saw him talk about being a, I don't know, almost when he said that, I was like, oh, 
this is weird. I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like him. How do you do? Do you like him? I like the idea that he's getting absolutely finessed. So, you know, you know, it, it is okay. So they're setting up the fact that how could you be so dumb? You've been a cop. You know how this shit is. Like, you know that like convicts or whatever, you know, addicts or whatever are like manipulative. He's like, yeah, I know, but I think it's different because Brittany is much younger than him, much younger. At one point she's wearing braces and I'm one of the pictures. I'm not saying she's that young, but like she's much younger than this person. I mean, he definitely has kids that are like whatever her age. And she definitely is an addict. Like she's like, I'm an addict. Now she is, when she says it, she does say it in a way that makes me feel like she's at least acknowledge it. She acknowledged it in a way that makes me feel like maybe she's serious about recovery. In class, yeah, in recovery. You know, like, because sometimes you, there's a lot of ways to say things that are like, yeah, i gotten in some trouble. Like, you know, like, I messed around a little bit or, you know, like, I hung out with the wrong people. I got messed up in the wrong stuff, which still feels so like, you know, like that your responsibility is outside of you and, you know, then you go back in and then suddenly that could happen again because you never know when you can, you know, anyway, but to, to actually have someone say, I'm an addict while they're in prison made me admire her for being like in a truthful, honest moment. But anyway, to his friend, his friend and uh, asks him if he's ever given her money. And he says, yes, five to $6,000. And I think it's only been like, a, like seven months. It has not been that long. <laughs> also, again, he met her through a pen pal, pen, I can't say it, pen pal, pen pal dating website for prisoners, which also is so like, yeah, you, you wanted a, you wanted this again, like, yeah. So, so you found what you wanted and now you, seven months later, it's been <laughs> 6,000. That's like, you know, like you've been paying like almost a thousand dollars a month. That's great. What was she, what is she using it for? And then a, a smaller scene is the same kind of thing where then it's like a weird thing we have with his son. That's a micro scene where he has no problem telling his son a bunch of adult details. And his son's like, ha ha ha, you're, you're going to ruin your life with an addict. Enjoy that. Enjoy this pizza or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really some kind of weird fetish thing. It feels like that if this was all set up, like this is a guy who was a cop and then like, no, he wants like some kind of ownership or like, oh, I, I used to be a police officer. Now I'm dating a convict type nonsense. And then he went and applied for this show. That's why I just feel like we are not watching like a regular regular we are watching somebody who knows and who is, who's doing this and who's so lonely. I mean, there's something about being so lonely that you, the person that you go after is somebody who is, has not been a part of society <laughs> in the way that you have. Um, and that you're like, yes, I'm going to reform this person or this person is going to change with me. It's just like weird. What is the, okay. So what do you find unwatchable about him? It sounds like you're saying that you find it so depressing that he's that he's lonely enough to do this. Or, but I don't know if it's that. Yeah, no, it's more so it's not it's not that. It's it's that I don't have any sympathy for him. Whereas like you have some kind of sympathy for other the other characters cuz you're just like, "Oh, especially the ones who were like, I was I were lonely. I was lonely and I thought maybe I'd just go on a pin pal website and like, you know, be friends with somebody." Which is crazy to do because you know there's a lot of emotional stuff attached with it and this show has been out for at least six years now so you should know uh <laughs> how to behave um but you know people don't and so so they're they're i don't know it's just like i don't know i don't want to watch this this man 
who can't even remember how long he used to be in a police officer. I don't know. I just, I don't know. you know, yeah. It's like so funny because maybe he feels something by saving her, which is, I think the male equivalent of that, of like, he feeling like he can save her. Remember when Jade told her sisters that she can change Chris. And she laughed at the same time. Like she knew that that was stupid. Because yes. She, because it's like, up is down yeah <laughs> you know when like you're just like so I don't, it must be like i don't know like anyway she's just like i can change him because i want that money you know like wow what, like i don't want to go back to jade but what would you do truly if well you had access to if it's like it's not just ten thousand dollars a month because i'm not gonna be like you wouldn't sell your life for ten thousand dollars a month but what you shut up but what you what but it's the fact that he's yes i would (laughs) but he's also in prison so what you're actually doing is you get ten thousand, and you don't even have to deal with him on a visceral level but you do have to deal with him so like what would you like how i mean how how would you do it well i mean i think i i think i could and i think i would like i think that if some guy (laughs) were to be like i this the, the thing only let me tell you the part that really gives me pause Honestly, if he had gone to, to jail for like robbery or tax fraud or something that was nonviolent and non-drug, I would do it. The part that makes me nervous is the fact that he used to be a meth head. And like, that is the thing that makes me go, oh, I know I couldn't. Because I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want, I don't want to have to deal with anybody. <laughs> My family would just like becomes an like is an addict like i just i don't know i don't want to have to like manage that i mean i've managed to not be a drug addict so i don't want to manage it for other people and i do apologize for you those of you who are out there who you know have an angel in your life who have helped you through hard times i just don't think i could be that person she's not an angel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a lot to to do it's a lot so (laughs) um I i get it i get it (laughs) <laughs> we have one more Coops Badoops loops. Who? Brittany and Karak. Here, oh, we'll you there. I know. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like this. This is a Me new too. angle for Me us. Too. Yeah, this is this is something that's like, and we see her doing good. It's like, how can she can come out of prison and like go into a, a some kind of esthetician? No, hairdressing school or whatever. Hairdressing, gosh, can go to that school or whatever and so many people can't so it's going to be inspiring and i hope that they work it out i hope that it works out so we've got um our girl who was in prison for three years uh britney i believe her name is no maybe it's not and um then we've got karak uh oh yeah it is britney we have a lot of britneys yeah we have two britneys here let me get this thing on there what so just so we know and really we don't need to know this but for your own benefit this britney is spelled britney spears way b-r-i-t-n-e-y an obvious fan now the popo andy he spent his girl is named Brittany, and that person is spelled the french way b-r-i-t-t-a-n-y so i know you need to know that uh now i told i feel like i wrote this down and i want you to know, first of all in this big picture she's the one that's totally on the right when we first see her she's giving like culturally appropriate original clean girl aesthetic (laughs) yes she is her baby her baby hairs are 
are not like offensive you know they are they are her actual baby hairs i don't believe that she like just cut them to make them happen and you know she is obviously from a like i feel like most most of the like the hood girl aesthetic is not is not always a lot of makeup that's like kind of the that's not always the the thing right especially for, for black girls now i don't know if she's like latina or like where she's from or whatever but like for the most part, black girls just make sure that their hair is done and that their eyelashes are done, like, and maybe a brown liner and a lip. Like, there's, ne there's never any in emphasis on, like, super crazy facial makeup or whatever. Um, and I think she's got the same kind of, like, Puerto Rican around the way girl or, like, Latina around the way girl aesthetic where she's going to have her gold hoop. She's going to mm -hmm. have hair. She's for sure going to have lip gloss of some kind. Um, but she may not have on the full face. She's going to have on like, like eyelashes if, if, if necessary, but if, you know, you can't wear it to your little class where you learn how to do hair, then you don't wear it. And that's what she was giving. Yep. Um, we see her again. Yeah. She's in a beauty shop because she, um, is working on her, you know, her beauty career. She has great eyebrows as well. Um, and she tells a story of meeting Karak and, um, at, I mean, I didn't understand. At first, I was like, oh, what have you? Okay. So, sorry, let me go back. So, she is talking to one of her like beauty mentor ladies. It feels like, you know, like telling her what's up, like maybe the owner of the salon. Like, I couldn't quite, like, or she's like an apprenticeship. Like, obviously, the lady that she's talking to is like doing hair and she's kind of like, you know, telling her her life story. And she mentions that she was in maximum security prison, you know, and the lady's like, you. You're so pretty. She's like, yeah. So her whole thing, by the way, is that when she was really young, she was like dating some stupid dude who uh, wanted to make like money. And she also wanted to make, she said paper. And so she helped set up a robbery or whatever. So who knows if that was like one of those things where she, like they use her as a bait for like Hinge or like or Craigslist or whatever, or like Grinder or like Tinder and like be like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know. So she then tells the story of meeting Karak, which is that she is going to the hospital, the infirmary, I guess, in prison. And she walks by Karak and Karak's like, you're like beautiful or whatever. And she's like, thanks or whatever. And they start talking and, um, or whatever. And he, and so anyway, this whole time I'm like, how the fuck are they talking? <laughs> I'm like, I don't oh. understand. Like what kind of like, what kind of maximum, maximum security prison is this? I'm like, are there guards around? Are the guards stopping you from how the fuck is like some male? And you just like, so anyway, I'm like really, really leading into it. It does not even occur to me until, <laughs> until like, she's like, yeah, he's trans. And I was like, oh, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, guac. How did you, yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, when she was saying that, that this person said, you're the most beautiful person. I was like, oh, this is like a butch lesbian situation. Um, and then like, and then, um, that, yeah, that's exactly what I was like. Yeah. Butch lesbian. And then when we, then when we see, um, Karak, I'm like, oh, really butch. And then when they start talking about like the, um, the hormones, the testosterone, I was like, okay, that's what's going on too. Um, yeah. but that person is passing. Yes. That's a pass. That's I, passing. I think that I, I just, I honestly, honestly feel that trans men, can you know i've never seen a trans man that i've been, that is is presenting male that i haven't not known <laughs> like i'm like oh oh you know what are you saying you what are you saying 
I'm saying that I have that trans men for me, I have never met a trans man who was presenting male that I didn't, that I was able to clock that I was, that I didn't think oh, yeah. was male. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you said the, I thought you said you always know. I'm like, I never know. Oh yeah. no, I never know. So if I meant to say that, no, that's not what it was. Yeah, saying. Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, is yeah. that I, I'm never able to clock them. Just the men that I've met, not to say those who are presenting male. Yeah. 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 I say that. Yes. I, yes. So um, it's, it's just, it's, it's really interesting um, that that's this dynamic, but I like it and I want to see where it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so, but, but the, because there's even cherries on top. So like the cherries on top for me are, she then shows off, sorry, I have a hiccup. She shows off the fact that she's gotten a diamond ring and it's a real diamond. And the reason why he has money is because he's hot as fuck. Okay. He's hot. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, you know, again, oops, I fucked up. But um, you know, he's the bottom part on the right. Look at that. Okay. He's hot. And so he has sugar mamas mm-hmm. while in prison. Mm-hmm. And these sugar mamas are giving him money mm-hmm. that he then is just giving Britney. Yeah. Just like so I just like that's a great thing. And so anyway, so the mentor lady is like, oh, but like, aren't you afraid that he's going to like, you know, fall in love with one of the sugar mama? She's like, absolutely not. And he's like, well, then aren't you also afraid that like everything that, you know, he's saying is jail talk? She's like, no, bitch, because I met him in prison. <laughs> yes. I yes. meet him on a pen pal dating website. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the one just being like, who's he? Hot, hottie McHot hots. Here's some thousands. I'm saying what I'm saying, bitch, is that for months, we would put a scrunchie on the door and that would mean <laughs> that we were banging yes. in our prison cell, you yes. know, like, and people knew it. So no, I don't feel that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think Brittany has the most confidence walking into this situation because she exactly knows what her boo is up to, how often they do it and where they're going. Like, and she's creating a space on the outside for the boo to come into that is probably lovely. <laughs> so, because she's hot. And so, you know, she's solid in her, like, I don't care. She could, he could take that money. I would, I, you know, I already gotten taste. So I love it. Yeah, you're right. Those are the absolute cherries on top of the situation um, for them. And that's, again, why I guess I hope that they work out. You know, I always hope that, that certain people work, work out. And I'm voting for them. I'm not voting for Chris and Jade, but really, you're right. They are, they do infuse a bit of reality TV and not so terrible like sometimes the seasons with this everyone's down on their luck and everyone was a drug addict and everybody is like you know doing something but this one has a has a lot of like non-deadbeat prison people (laughs) if i can say that and um i don't know it was a good intro episode you're right there was a lot of flair you know Mm -hmm. like three women are giving us a lot of flair Mm mm-hmm you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, I mean, putting on shows. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Now, the only thing I will say about Britney is I kind of wanted to be like, okay, you went to prison because you wanted an easy way to make paper, which was to set up someone and then just like someone down on their luck and or whatever, and just like promise whatever you did. And then you steal from that. You went to prison for that. I love that you're like trying to your beauty shit, but like, why don't you think about not being so happy to take other dumb people's money. You know what I'm saying? Like the sugar mamas. She's so proud of the fact that she's like, I don't care. It's my money. And it's like, 
you know, I get it. There's a privilege of like having something to get at, but at the same time, I guess just like, all right, but did he just already fucking try? I mean, I don't know. There's like, there's a little bit of, little bit of a pattern there that go ahead. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. There is a little bit of a pattern there. Um, The thing is though, I don't know what it's like to actively think about stepping on others to get to where I'm going, but Mm -hmm. that's because I haven't had to. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is a certain desperation with folks who have no, don't have, and has never had and have no path to having that causes that kind of mentality to come up because I'll be around folks that I'm just like, Oh, blah, blah. blah. And they're like, Oh, that person is done. They deserve to get their thing stolen. And I'm like, and that's different for me. Right. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like I'm not waiting for somebody to like fuck up so that I can get to the next level. Right. And so, but there are people who are, and I am just very lucky that I have never had to be one of those people who think that way you know and it is a pattern but there's obviously some shenanigans happening in her past that would allow that thought pattern to to be okay and then the other side of me is also like well if they want to give that money away (laughs) so like i have a duality about it like there's one thing to 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 you know catch someone slipping and rob them but there's another thing if fools and their money soon shall part and if i am the recipient of said fool's money hmm. (laughs) but honey we have a whole season ahead of us and so uh, that was exciting yes we have one more couple again that we have not met you know which is the couple that's on the the far left which wow i mean it's like some red-haired strawberry-haired lady and what looks like a two-year-old person i mean i'm not quite sure what gender you know yeah well here's the thing here's the thing chris here's Um, a here's a ding yeah i love you (laughs) okay challenge um i already found out some tea about them yeah so when when my girl comes through what was the quote like my girl that's my girl i love her no what did he say what did he say about you or like that's what i would say about you oh (laughs) he's like you know i fell in love with her and that's my girl that's how I feel about you in this moment for the tea. Um, so the tea is, is that that strawberry gr- blonde girl has already done like a podcast talking about dating an inmate and like has gone on other people's pro- podcast talking about it. So this is just somebody who has been a desperate out in the streets to get uh, folks to, and I'll send it to you once I find it, but folks to, you know, pay attention to her and her gel talk. Mm-hmm. Or is it TikTok? <sighs> Gel talk, girl talk, TikTok, um, secret sender, 6,000. It's the secret sender 6,000. <laughs> I wonder how many, where are all the other prototypes? And I wish that it still had gone on. We were like at secret center, like 1 billion now, you know? Um, yeah, so that's happening for us. We also have, you know, the 90 day world we're following our love. So uh, be there for... 90 Day Fiance Toe. And I wish I could tell you right now when that retreat's happening. Couples retreat or whatever it's called. Uh, August. The August. last resort. The last, oh, the last resort. resort. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how can you keep all these afloat? I'm not quite I sure. I mean, come on. It's, they haven't, I think, I I think Molly and Kelly's in it. And Angela. They, Angela they dropped and, Angela. And Michael, which I, 
did you see the thing? I'm like, I don't understand. Why haven't producers gotten Michael here? Or at least wherever they are on, on the resort. Like, why, why couldn't somebody get him a visa? <laughs> or, he deserves to be on that island or at that resort after all these years. Is he not? He, it's crazy that he's not there. It's crazy that they couldn't just find a locale for him to... I mean, I don't know how international law is or visas, but why is it so hard for him... There's not a beautiful place somewhere that you could take that you could just, yeah, I don't know, my loves. Like, I don't know. But okay. So, yeah, lots on the docket. And we have some collabs coming up too. And uh, we're so excited to just, you know, really lean, lean into this summer content for you all. If you haven't, uh, are you laughing at me, Wa? Yeah, leaning into the summer content for you. I was like, yeah. that's great. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> She's so happy today. Look at her. <laughs> I fell in love with her. That's why she's my girl. Uh, anyway, so you can follow us on our social medias. We are at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, and at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. And also, can you give us five stars and give us a review? You know. Uh, also, if you want to see us, we've been putting up the same picture over and over again, but also our faces. How, wah, uh, how? You could do so on Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties for $10 a month. Um, thank you so much for joining us to support your gals. Uh, helps us to get this work here done. Um, and, you know, let, we'd love to see you there. Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.